Hi, this is Jeff Stone of Grandpa's Fried Barbecue from the Panhandle of Florida, and you are listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me! Fine, how you long? <laughs> you have a great show, I'm a big fan. Boing. So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono. It's all about the Charbono, dude. Succulent fish. What? He ate two feet wiener. So listen, Laverne, it's shit face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. And just like that, we are into the second hour. Welcome to the Barbecue Central Show. If you're new this evening, happy to have you aboard. If you found me because... Danielle Bennett has been pimping me across the board here over the last two weeks as I have been diligent at joining her morning clubhouse fizz. Thank you. If you miss it live, no big shake. Most people do. 29, 30, and 33,000 of you download the show each and every month, and you can do it on all the podcast platforms that you wish. They're there. I might be in high-level talks. It's not breaking news yet, but I might be in high-level talks with a company that might be starting a local podcast network here, but also in the form of a conglomerate nationally through 96 different markets. And I could be taking everything off of where I'm at and then moving it to whatever this thing would be. It would not affect any of the podcasters. It would not affect any of the live viewers. It would be an internal effect, but it could, of course, be one of those things that catapults the show into new and incredible ways. So we'll have to see. I'm a little leery about change myself, especially when it comes to the centralites and subscribing and making sure that everything still connects when new things need to happen. So what can I tell you? But it, it, it could be high-level talks. This is what I'm telling you. And now I also got a new camera for the watch segment. I see Dan. I see you, Dan. You think I'm not ready to do my standard watch pimping Dude hasn't pimped the watch yet. Oh, yes, I have. I'm doing it right now. Uh, Ellen Bloomfield, I've been listening for years. You introduced me to Danielle. How about that? Little role reversal. So anyway, if you're listening live here to the show because of Danielle, I certainly appreciate you, and I will be happy to take your feedback tomorrow morning. As I am getting my morning run in and re-listening back to the show. Of course, I won't be able to do that all at the same time because I'll have to listen to one or the other. But nevertheless, I am happy to have you aboard here for a live fire fun and frivolity show on Tuesday. Don't forget, you can follow me socially at BBQ Central Show on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Snappers. Slash BBQ Central Show on Facebook and Twitch. Slash RD Rempe on the tubes. Coming up on the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less this Friday. We will be featuring somebody who was up for Barbecue Hall of Fame 
potential induction. That is John Marcus. That's right. We're taking you all the way back to May 28th of 2013. And within that segment, I talk about how Barbecue Pitmasters, that show, had at that point found a more or less solid home at the cable channel Destination America. Is Destination America even a cable channel anymore? I don't know. But back then it was. That was the home of Barbecue Pitmasters. We also talked about the play that he was writing at that point, which had nothing to do with barbecue and has since gone on to critical acclaim around the country called The Fabulous Lipitones. And we also talked about the new Food Network barbecue show that was happening at the same time as Barbecue Pitmasters at that point in May of 2013. And I asked John to comment on, and he would not. Andrew, you are not the host. John took the high road. He would not comment on it. I don't remember exactly, but is that the one where famous Dave broke a stick running into the reefer unit? That was one of the A, most incredible scenes ever on barbecue television and most tragic things. I think Dave still walks with a limp from that. I mean, he broke his leg, I think. Did he break the leg or was it just an incredible sprain? I think he broke his leg. Being in that event. No wonder John Marcus had secret disdain. My speculation for that specific show. But John is always a great guest. Very thoughtful in his answers. If you're not familiar with John, then this is a great way to get introduced to him. And don't forget, by the way, if there is a special guest or segment that you would like to hear again on this show through a best of version you reach out to my executive producer who puts them all together john solberg from michigan j-o-n at the bbq central show.com is the email address give him full information and he will do his best to meet your best of expectation why not a lot of you liking the new camera angle it's the top down uh, the only thing that I don't really like about it is it's not autofocus. You actually have to manually focus it, so I'm not going to mess with it. But uh, this is the Vortic watch, and the thing that I like best about it, which you can't see most of the time because it's on your wrist, is the back here is what we call a exhibition case. So you can see, uh, for instance, right here and here are the two big gears that the uh, crown, which is uh, this thing right here, that's... What you wind to make the watch keep time and uh, moves these two gears. And that coils the mainspring, which powers the watch. That's why you have to keep it wound. And then you can see this uh, escapement wheel here is uh, spinning back and forth. And there's two other ones in the bag. You can probably just barely see them moving. And then there's like a little fork thing that goes back and forth like this. And that's what making uh, this escapement wheel move back and forth. And that's actually what moves the hands on the front of the dial, believe it or not. You can pick up yours at VortecWatch.com. I'll tell you about it a little later in the show. Many people asked me, Greg, did you see Robin Lindar's live video feed from Memphis in May a couple weeks ago? Did I see it? Well, I happened to see it as it was happening. I don't really have much to react to. Uh, at last check, it was still live and happening over on her Instagram page. So if you are adept at 
fishing through content, you can probably find it. I leave you with this bit of reaction and this bit of reaction only, and it's something that I have said time and time again. Uh, the guy from Man Meat Barbecue made a similar instant, uh, similar mistake a number of years ago, which now lives in infamy on my website. And the advice that I'm about to give you is so simple. I ask that if you have kids, please give this to your kids, your friends that think they're really cool, especially if they like to drink and get loose. It's simply this. Just because you can go live on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever, just because you can go live does not... Andrew, you are not the ...does not mean that you should go live. Especially... If you are drinking heavily, like since 10 a.m. in the morning, and you reference that many times during your live shot, it's my fervent belief and mine alone that if you are now in business in the live fire sector and that's all you're doing, you want to make sure that you're not putting yourself in any potential bad light or you could lose a sponsor or two or whatever the case may be. Again, just my speculation. But going live and saying things that evidently you may or may not regret could put you in a bad spot. So again, if you're drinking, if you're feeling randy, if you're feeling like you're about ready to get loose, if you feel like going live is the best option for you, Hand your phone to somebody else. There are plenty of other people that are live streaming the awards at any given awards banquet or awards final at a barbecue competition. Hand your phone to somebody else. And again, just because you can go live does not mean you should go live. That's my reaction. That's my piece of advice. And now we got to get out because... The first segment of the Embedded Correspondence is coming up, and that means we're going to be whittling down our list of who should be going into the Barbecue Hall of Fame. Derek Riches weighed in last segment. Rodney Scott, Leanne Whippin, and Ollie Gates are his picks. We'll see what the rest of the Embedded Correspondence have to say, and we'll see if we can't get a quorum so we can put in our own tonight and then see how it stacks up tomorrow before we do that i'll talk to you quickly about cosmos q based out of oklahoma providing both backyard and competition cooks championship level rub sauces injections soaks and brines their exclusive wing dust is available on the market as well best of all all the products made right here in the states with all natural ingredients cosmos q continuing to break new ground in the rubs, seasonings, sauce, and injection world. And the results not only proven on the competition trail year after year, but also proven in the backyard as well. More and more backyard warriors are looking to take their barbecue to the next level. And there's no better or easier way to do that than by picking world championship quality rubs, sauces, injections, and marinades to use. And that's exactly what Cosmos is bringing to the table. Not only is the barbecue game covered, but there's a whole line of products to help amp the grilling game as well. Cosmos knows what he's talking about when it comes to the grill. He's a world championship grill cook as well. A steak cook, to be specific. Now, if you want to save 10% off your order, why not? 
As you're checking out, use promo code SPRINGBBQ10. That's SPRINGBBQ10. When you visit the website, CosmosQ.com. That's Cosmos with a K, the letter Q.com, and the checkout code SPRINGBBQ10. That will get you 10% off your entire order each and every time. Once again, it's CosmosQ. That's Cosmos with a K, the letter Q.com, SPRINGBBQ10 in checkout. You can save 10% off your entire order. Oh, yeah. We are ready for the embedded correspondence in many different ways. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the number one most downloaded barbecue and grilling podcast anywhere. The Barbecue Central Show. Howard Stern, Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Pit Barrel Cooker, the most unbelievable outdoor cooking device on the planet, currently available in two sizes with a host of accessories. Whether you are a beginner or you are a professional, definitely a cooker you want to add to the arsenal, visit pitbarrelcooker.com and tell them the Barbecue Central Show sent you. The fourth Tuesday of the month in the second hour can only mean one thing. It's embedded correspondence time. And I do not have the right picture up, so stand by here for just one small second as we get it all up there. And directly to me, to my right as you're looking at it, is your American Idol returning champ, Jeff Rice from Wisconsin, from Dead Broke Barbecue. And then right next to him is the longest-running Embedded correspondent of the show, Doug Scheiding from Texas, pitmaster of Rogue Cookers. Directly below me is your gentleman from Michigan, John Solberg. And, of course, rounding out is the pitmaster of Salt City Barbecue and a, a food truck owner. Short, I mean, he's a food truck owner for sure, but I'm, I don't know if he's retailing it. We'll get an update from Rusty Monson from the great city of Utah. So, gentlemen, appreciate you all coming in here this evening. As you can see, we're awaiting the judges over on the far right-hand side. So uh, why don't I just go ahead and do this real quick since I can, and we'll go Greg Main. There I am. So uh, we'll make sure that we switch them out as we get going here. So uh, lots to get to here, guys, and we're going to be talking Barbecue Hall of Fame pretty much for the first segment, and then obviously we'll be singing next segment, or at least uh, four of us will be singing. Sorry, Doug, but uh, Doug is sitting in as an expert guest, and we'll be reviewing all of our songs as well as the very particular ladies that will be joining me in studio here in just a few short moments so let's go ahead and quickly recap the list it is bill arnold from blues hog ollie gates meathead from amazingribs.com john marcus ed mitchell rodney scott joe traeger darren Worth, and leanne whippin so let me go ahead and start with the man from wisconsin the returning champ of american idol barbecue central show jeff rice uh, jeff as you take a look at the list uh, who do you like, and who would you be putting in as your three for tomorrow's announcement? Well, number one would be Meathead for me. <clears throat> Why? Um, well, because I've been on his website before, and I think he's he's good at uh, posting 
And, you know, I've watched him on your show, and he always seems like he knows his, his cooking skills. You know, yeah. he seems like a jolly old fella. But I, I do enjoy his website. I mean, I don't look at it as much as I used to, but I do tend to go there. Then uh, Will Bill Arnold would be my next one because, I mean, I'm not a comp cook or anything, but I know a bunch of guys that are. And they either use like the sweet and savory or they're using some type of like his original or or this uh, competition sauce in their barbecue competitions. You know, I'm sure there's some other stuff, but seems like his stuff is always in somebody's arsenal of their their cooks. Um, the last one's kind of tough for me. Mm. Uh, I'm. I'm <laughs> I'm going to go with Rod Scott just because of the the big whole hog cooking. That's kind of how I learned barbecue. So I'm going to say that that's um, my third pick. All right. So we'll see how those play out tomorrow for sure. But we'll see if we also don't get a, um, what do you call it? When you have a big number, what am I trying to think of? Uh, See if we can't get a majority, a a majority. of names here so we can put them into the barbecue central shows version of the hall of fame uh doug you're uh, ready to go here so uh, as you look at the list what do you think of the list are you surprised at anything and then ultimately who are you picking and why i thought it was probably the best list that, uh, that i can recall in terms of the the quality of people so um in terms of surprise i was surprised to see joe traeger's name on the list and i'm like well, why in the hell hadn't he been uh, nominated before? So, um, and, uh, you know, and being a little bit, you know, even though he's not with Traeger anymore, but uh, I am going to put him in the, on my top three list, Joe Traeger. First inventor of pellet grills back in 1985 and 86. All right. Uh, who else? Who are your top three? Okay, uh, number two, although I'm not sure if it's a popularity contest, I don't think he's going to get in. But damn it, he is, and not even, I don't care what Mo Kason says, Darren Worth is the freaking goat. He okay. is the competition goat. If Johnny Trigg is in and some of the other, I, I think he should be in. Jeff, you know, Jeff, uh, et cetera. So number three is a tough one. Oh, yeah. Very tough. That's what Jeff Rice yeah, said. I think Very what. Tough. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but we do get to pick the odd man out. And I actually had two odd man, uh, odd men out, but I'm going to go with meathead. Meathead is not going to be the Susan Lucci. He's getting in. And right. he, if it is a popularity contest, he doesn't, you know, necessarily win that either. But make a, uh, I'm ma- hoping make an argument for meathead. I mean, aside from having this being his third year on the finals list, like why do you personally feel like he should be in the barbecue hall of fame? Two reasons. Number one, his 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 website, despite the previous segment, is the number one website um, out there for grill grill reviews, recipes, information, etc. And his book is the number one stinking book ever written. Drop mic. There you go. Um, Drop the mic. John Odd man out. Bill Arnold. I'm oh, sorry, odd man out. Yeah. Oh, was I supposed to give that? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, okay. That that's. I thought that's what the directions were. Yeah. Bill Arnold, maybe Marcus, but Bill Arnold. All right. uh, Jeff, let's go back to you. Who is your fourth? Like who? Who just missed? I think you're on mute, Jeff. 
Oops, sorry. That's all right. Uh, I'm going to say Joe, Joe Traeger also, um, just because look at the pellet grill industry now compared to when he started. Um, I mean, I have a lot of friends that started barbecue because of the pellet grill, basically. All right, so Joe Traeger just misses the top three of Jeff Rice. Now let's go to the gentleman from Michigan, John Solberg, executive producer of the best moments of the Barbecue Social Show in 10 minutes or less. Getting ready to celebrate episode 178 on Friday, if you can believe it. Oh, my goodness. It's like the third longest running barbecue and grilling podcast in the history of barbecue and grilling podcast. Uh, what do you think of the list, John? Uh, who sticks out? Anybody left off? And then ultimately your top three and why. Could I quickly get a reread on Doug's number one because I had an audio drop. Who was his number one pick? He had, Joe uh, Traeger. Okay, thank you. Um, Joe Traeger. I think the list is... I, I have a couple questions about the list, but only one. Uh, I'm going to go right to my top three. Ollie Gates, he's for what the mark he's left in the restaurant world. He's in my spot. Bill Arnold for the indelible mark in the competition world. And my third pick is John Marcus, because the majority of people on this list would not be on this list at all if it was not for John Marcus. And my odd man out, I'm going to go with Darren Worth because he is the GOAT. And he will get here eventually, even if it's not this year. All right. Uh, John Solberg with a very succinct reveal of his names and why. Uh, that leaves on the correspondence, before I get to mine, Rusty Monson from Utah. Rusty, have at it. Well, my first is going to be John Marcus because, like, you know, everyone says, like, without – him it's like you know the movie rounders there was poker before rounders but when rounders came out it influenced a lot of people to go out and watch or play poker you know like chris moneymaker next thing you know you know tournament poker is the greatest thing on on tv and that's john marcus for a lot of us we wouldn't be here even people who don't compete i talk to all the time like oh i watch pitmasters and i thought it'd be great and they got into that um but Bill Arnold would be just follow up to that because people getting into it, looking for sauces and seasonings. I, in my opinion, there's pound for pound. There's nothing better than what he's done, you know, and the stuff that he's created, it's been copied a thousand times, you know, in backyard in competitions all over the, you know, all over the spectrum. Next man, it's a hard one. It's that third is hard, dude. <laughs> it's like, you want Rodney Scott because the dude's like a badass. He's like the Franklin of, of whole hog, you know, but then you think John Traeger, you know, without him, you know, we, it's kind of a John Marcus situation, um, you know, and then meathead dude. And when everyone got into it, where did they go? They go to amazing ribs to learn more. So it's just, it's, that's, it's a super, super hard one. And the only reason I'm going meathead is just because it's his third time. You know, why not? I learned a lot from my body's book. When I first got started, I was amazing ribs and, and it helped me a ton. And I, I used a competition recipe from him in my first backyard. So that'd be my, that'd be it. That's going to be John Marcus, Bill Arnold and Meathead. All right. Uh, who's just missing for you? If I had to pick a fourth, I'm going to go, man, right. I'm going to go Rodney Scott. Just because you know you put the work in, I think inventing a, a, a pellet grill is phenomenal and what he's done. But watching you know him on TV and listening to him on your show and stuff, the, the guy just put the work in from you know, the second he can put a you know bottle in his mouth. So I think he gets it. He gets the nod for fourth. All right, so that go ahead and that that go ahead. Uh, so that leaves me and uh, with my pick. So uh, I'm going to. 
go ahead and say number one. Oof. I'm looking at this in a couple different ways. I'm looking at the list where if I had a vote that I would, this is how I would vote. But I'm also looking at it as somebody who's looking to try and pick who is going to be revealed tomorrow and try and think like the people that are currently in the Barbecue Hall of Fame, which could be, as we found out last year, a completely different line of thinking because of who was in there. So with that being said, I think that Meathead is going to be going in. Uh, I don't think that there is a feeling that it's the third time. I think it's wrong for any Hall of Fame voting to take place to say, well, this is his third time or his 10th time or his 50th. I mean, you either deserve to be in there or you don't, regardless if it's the 758,000th time. That doesn't mean that you've had longevity on the almost and then that puts you over. So uh, withstanding the three times in, I think that uh, Meathead gets over and goes into the Barbecue Hall of Fame. Uh, the other two are very, very tough. I think given where pellet cookers are, now and where they started i can't imagine joe traeger thought in his wildest dreams that pellet cookers would be at the level that they're at now and having as many options as they are now i would love to have him on the show to actually ask that but i think strictly because of where pellet cookers are today joe traeger is going to be put in first time nominee and six are second or third time nominees here. So that's saying a lot. And then thirdly, I have to go with John Marcus. Not just because I like John Marcus and everybody knows I'm a, there's probably no bigger John Marcus honk than me. He's been on the show a number of times. He's advanced my show any number of ways. And if when we talk about how our Hall of Fame people voted in or how are they inducted what i hear back from the general voting population is how many uh, boxes did they check off well i think in john marcus's case he can only check one off right it's uh, just television or it's just entertainment portion of it but then when you take into consideration the amount the sheer amount of people that he has introduced, inspired, infected, whatever you want to call it. I don't know if there's been anybody single-handedly aside from me that has <laughs> has uh, introduced that many people to barbecue in a swoop. And it's not like it was over a 20-year period. I mean, it was you know maybe over the, the course of a decade or a little bit more, but on many different broadcasting cable networks on ones that you probably never heard of or maybe don't even exist anymore. OLN, HLN, Destination America. He's been on real ass uh, broadcast networks as well. CBS or uh, ABC had him on for a Memorial Day one-off event. So the fact that he has inspired and and been a part of somebody's inspiration is undeniable, I think. And uh, this year, I think John Marcus goes in. Fourth for me, and it pains me to say it, is Bill Arnold. I think Bill Arnold should be in there, uh, but I think for as much as John Marcus has one solid box checked, I think barbecue sauce, for as popular as it is, 
And for as many people that use it, it's competition based. That's a hyper niche. That's not nearly as as many people as it is John Marcus infecting uh, through television. So, uh, and I'm a huge fan. I use it. It's it's one of my go to sauces. The original and the red, I love. Uh, but I think it's it's too much of a of a one checkbox. And I uh, have Bill Arnold as a fourth for me, and I say that with peace and love, Bill. So as we uh, get ready for figuring out, so now I got it. Before we get to the singing, let me go through here. Was anybody keeping track by chance? Or was it just me? I think I was just keeping track. Uh, so uh, definitely going in, I can say this. He has a majority vote. Meathead, uh, definitely in there. Also definitely in what is the guy I was just talking about, John Marcus, as the judges are filing in. Sit tight because, you know, you can see the shot there. Is Maddie coming or no? Okay. And uh, let's see, rounding it out. Mm. Oh, dear. Do we have, do we have a, another? Who? Did Bill Arnold have three? One, two. I believe we have. It is Bill Arnold. So as we take a last look here at the list of nine, who we have put on our, whether we knew we were going to do it or not, the people that got the most votes on our voting dais, uh, Meathead, John Marcus, and Bill Arnold. So uh, we will see if our popular votes are also in turn popular votes for tomorrow. Uh, Jeff, what's your initial thought uh, on tomorrow? Have we picked what they will pick tomorrow? Yes or no? I'm going to say yeah. Yes. Ever the optimist, Jeff Rice. He's a champion, of course. Uh, Doug Shiding, yes or no? We have picked the right ones. Two out of the three. Oh, all right. I'll take that. That's 66% where I come from. And uh, 60.66%. John Solberg, we've picked him, yes or no? Not a chance in hell. Not a chance (laughs) in hell. You're right. You're right. Uh, Rusty Monson, have we picked them, yes or no? Nah, man. Traeger's going in. All right. Uh, I will say, and I am 100% confident as I say this, take it to the bank with 100 of your special dollars, we have not. Andrew, you we have are not, not picked who will be going in. Of course, just what happened. All right, uh, so we are ready for the American Idol portion of this, guys. Go ahead and take a break here, just for a second. Two of the three judges are filed in here, so we will make a quick break, and I will make sure that I turn everything off for the duration of the show. I'll talk to you quickly about Yoder Smokers. Yoder Smokers designs and builds all their products in the United States and building pride through craftsmanship and world-class customer service is the backbone of how they have built the company. This approach translates into what can be a truly bespoke style product that elevates gatherings and friends. They're honored to have the trust placed in your backyard right here in America. From pellet grills to wood-fired offsets and charcoal grills, consistent blue ribbon flavor has become synonymous with Yoder Smoker's name. Make no mistake, Yoder Smoker's flavor-driven design is unique to each style of pit. 
And their team has developed their cookers to perform time and time again while outlasting the competition for generations to come. It's this generational thought that's rooted in the handmade products and that define the integrity and core values of the company. American-made quality, endless flavor, the benchmarks of Yoder Smokers. Visit their website see what they have at yodersmokers.com. That's plural, yodersmokers.com, and grab yours today. We are back with round two, month two, of American Idol Barbecue Central Show's edition. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the number one most downloaded barbecue and grilling podcast anywhere. The Barbecue Central Show. Celebrating over 10 years of prolific and unparalleled live fire barbecue and grilling talk. And yes, it's still being done from Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Smithfield. Smithfield.com. You can follow world championship pitmasters like Chris Lilly, Darren Worth, Ernest Cervantes, and Childs Cridlin for mouthwatering recipes. Smithfield Fresh Pork is quite simply some of the best pork money can buy. It's trusted choice of world championship pitmasters for use at competitions and at home. If you're a competitor, go to smokinwithsmithfield.com. That's with an N at the end, smokinwithsmithfield.com to report your first place finishes in pork shoulder and pork ribs if you are a committed cook. Otherwise, smithfield.com for everything else. All right, so let me go back to the main screen here as we have everybody ready to go. So you can see me at the top left. You have Jeff Rice there, top middle. Doug Scheiding there, top right. John Solberg below me and Rusty Monson directly below the returning champ, Jeff Rice. And there they are, ladies and gentlemen, the ladies ready to lay it down, as it were. So let's... Get a quick sound check on them. Uh, Bobby, please go ahead and say something. No. All right. And Marley, Hi. eat that microphone. That's right. Maddie, eat that microphone. What are Let's you hear eating? It. Hear I'm cur- it. My microphone's not on. Yeah, your microphone's on. Oh, yeah. I'm eating some pizza. All right. Maddie's eating pizza. Are you ready to judge, ladies? Are you ready to go? Yep. No. All mm-hmm. right. Here yeah. we go. We have four new songs, if you can believe it, ah. to evaluate. And before we do that, I gotta. Are you stupid? Get ready to go, guys. Your, your mics are on. Please, let's maintain a level of decorum. The likes we have never seen here. This is a, a very important round. How can Second I turn this round. off? Second, you can't. I can only turn it. Turn off. me How off. How dare you? All right. Thank you. Bobby is off. All right, uh, Maddie. Who? Oh, uh, Maddie's eating. You know, for I'm talking for as jagged of a reviewer crew as you we guys are. Fuel. Professionalism is lacking here on round two, I have to say. Uh, Marley... You should keep in mind who judges you. Marley, who would you like to hear first? You. We have me, we have John, we have Jeff, returning champion, and we have Rusty from the great city of Utah. Jeff. Jeff, alright, so... Jeff will go ahead and go first. Jeff, uh, give us a little background on the song, who, uh, what the name of it is, who sang it. That way we have a little insight into what we're going to be hearing. 
You're on mute. Hello? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I have everybody on mute Hello? because I'm the host. Sorry about that. Go ahead. That's all right. <laughs> uh, it's Jerry Reed is the singer, and I did um, uh, Amos, Amos Moses. Amos Moses. And it's kind of a, yeah, it's kind of a song that my uh, pa used to like, and you kind of find out in a hurry that just because you can sing it in the tavern with the music playing, when you actually have to sing it yourself, well... That's when it gets tricky. That's when it gets tricky. All right. So we'll see what happens here. So everybody stand by as we get ready for Jeff. Yeah. Here comes Amos. Now Amos Moses is a Cajun. He lived by himself in the swamp. He hunted as a kid for living. He just knocked him in the head with a stone. Louisiana law's gonna get you, Amos. <laughs> it ain't legal hunting alligator down in the swamp, boy. Now everybody blamed his old man for making him mean as a state. When Amos Moses was a boy, his daddy would use him for alligator bait. Tie a rope around his waist and throw him in the swamp. <laughs> alligator bait in the Louisiana bayou. About 45 minutes southeast of Tippido, Louisiana. Lived a man called Doc Millsap and his pretty wife Hannah. Well, they raised up a son that could eat up his weight in groceries. Named him after the man of the cloth. Called him Amos Moses. Yeah! <laughs> that one right there is for all my Cajun Southern Dead Row Barbecue Nation fans. Thank you for listening. Take care, and we'll see you next week. Oh, listen to that guy. Already calling his shot. I love to hear it. And that's Jeff Rice with Amos. All right. He sounds pretty confident that uh, he's going to be back next week. So we'll go ahead and... uh, Oh, wait. How do I take that off? Hmm. Well, I don't remember, but I'll just do it this way instead. Uh, We will go to the judges first. Doug, your thoughts on uh, sitting in as guest judge, of course. I didn't know. Because he, he was that. eliminated last month. Uh, what are your thoughts on Jeff Rice's effort? Oh, it, I thought it had a lot of soul to it, so I, I thought he I thought he really got into the song, so I I did like it. All right. Uh, we go to Bobby first for her review of Jeff's song. I can you hear me? Yes. Okay, gosh. I did like it. It was a fun song. <clears throat> I thought it suited your voice well i liked right. it right, now we'll go to maddie your thoughts i thought it was a good i thought it bro my headphones are not anyway what? her headphones aren't on like you I messed it up but anyway Just i thought it was a good song i liked it i think it fit your voice most fun nice upbeat i liked it i liked that all right and we go to marley I like the song. It was different than what I think we usually hear. And I think your voice also sounded really good with it. So, good song choice. All right. Well, good song choice. That's the one thing these ladies have talked and talked about over and over again is proper song choice. So, everybody seems to be on Jeff's train, but that was a good song choice. All right. We'll go back to Maddie. And uh, can you hear me? You can hear me. 
through your earphones? Yes, but I can't hear me. I think you can. Wait, no? No. Wait, yeah. Now I can. All right. Good Turned job. You up. But Turned it's a little up. loud. Can you turn it down a little bit, please? Oh, my goodness. Here we go. All right. Who would you like to hear next? We have Rusty. We have yeah. me. Rusty. And we ha- All right. Maddie is a huge fan of Rusty. All right, Rusty, get on your Who microphone here. Did I pick here. him last time? And uh, I think you did, actually. <laughs> oh. So uh, tell us a little bit about the song, uh, who it's, who uh, who does it, and why you chose it. Uh, one of my favorite bands of all time is Ween. So I picked a song that I love so much that I sing all the time. Mm. It's called Bananas and Blow. It's very oh. autobiographical. All right. So without any further ado with uh, Bananas and Blow. By the way, girls, uh, you should never be doing the blow part, please. I mean, that's a hard drug. It's a very hard drug. We don't want to do any of that. No, sir. Notwithstanding that, Bananas and Blow by Rusty. Sancho brought a message from the fat man. Oh. Sorry, boy, to leave you high and dry. But I went to see my mom in Ensenado. And I left a little something to help the time go by. Just a little something to help to keep you high. Bananas and blow. Bananas and blow. Stuck in my cabana, living on bananas and love. Bananas are stuck in my cabana, living on bananas and blow. Rusty, get on that microphone. What's up? Uh, Did you say that was Ween? Ween. Yes. Best band ever. Yes. One of my favorite songs ever is Baby Bitch by Ween. I thought about it. No joke. Literally, it was between Baby Bitch and that one. All right. Well, I'm a big fan of Ween myself. Uh, Doug, your thoughts on bananas and blow? I was hoping he said winger because he needs to stick with hard rock. <laughs> just saying. All right. Uh, a little bit and of a I negative. say that. I love you, Rusty. I'm just quoting you from your podcast. I love you, Rusty, with all my heart. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's go ahead to the judges here in studio. We'll go to Maddie first. What you think of Rusty's effort of banana and blow? I like that a lot. I like the song. And your voice was good for the song, like, I don't know how to explain it, but it was good, and I liked it. 
All right, uh, Tina Monson weighing in, who I believe is somehow related to uh, Rusty, saying, Ween is weird. Come on, Tina. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mom. Uh, Willis, your thoughts on Rusty's banana and blow? I think you sounded really good, and I like the song. It was pretty vibey. And vibey. Yeah, I think you just, that was really good. It was a really good performance. Right. Good job. Coming in hard here, uh, Bobby, your last up to critique Bananas and Blow by Rusty. I think it was an interesting song choice because I've never heard of such things going together. But Thank God. Um, I did like it. It was fun tune for the summer. Yeah, fun summer song. All right. So there's Rusty. Um, and, and so I'm pretty much two in a row of getting some really good reviews from the judges here who are notoriously hard. I want to be angry. Judge uh, Doug, a little bit more critical of Rusty on this go around, but there you have it. Bobby, who do you want to hear next? Do you want to hear John or me? John. John. Just because right. you two pointed. So that means I will round out the evening. John, uh, go ahead and pop on the mic here. Tell us the song you picked and why. Uh, I picked a Nickelback tune because I'm just trying so desperately to take the judges' advice yes. and with a little favor from them and hope that uh, my fans will accept my manipulation of this tune. All right, what's the song? It's my YouTube anthem, Rockstar. Rockstar. All right, without any further explaining, here is John doing Rockstar. I'm through with standing in line to clubs I'll never get in. It's like the bottom of the ninth, and I'm never going to win. This life hasn't turned out quite the way I want it to be. Tell me what you want. I want a brand new house on an episode of Cribs And a bathroom I can play baseball in And a king-sized tub big enough for ten plus me So what you need? I need a credit card that's got no limit And a big black jet with a bedroom in it Gonna join the Mile High Club at 37,000 feet Been there, done that I want a new Full of old guitars My own star on Hollywood Boulevard Somewhere between Cher and James Dean Is fine for me So how you gonna do it? I'm gonna trade this life for fortune and fame I'd even cut my hair and change my name Cause we all just wanna be big rock stars And live in hilltop houses Driving 15 cars The girls come easy and the drugs come cheap We'll all stay skinny cause we just won't eat And we'll hang out in the coolest bars In the movie with the movie stars Every good gold digger's gonna wind up there Every playboy bunny with their bleach blonde hair And hey, hey, I wanna be a rock star Hey, hey, I wanna be a rock star All right. All right, ladies. There's John with his rendition of Rockstar from my one of my favorite groups ever, and I'm not afraid to admit it, uh, that being Nickelback, of course. All right, we'll go in studio first to the ladies. Maddie, your review of John's Rockstar by Nickelback. Um, I don't like Nickelback, 
Not, notwithstanding that, it's not if you like the group or not. It's I a rendition know. of the song. It wasn't bad. I just don't think that's for your voice. Like you were, it's just not rock say enough for that. Different. You know what? I did say something different. His voice isn't for that song. You All can right. have more of a rock voice, but I just I don't like Nickelback. So. All right. Bob. It was a different version of the song. Yes. It wasn't bad, but I do think it could have been better a tad. How? Um, it was, it didn't like flow correctly, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like the original song, um, but I, I don't know. I thought it could have been a little better. All right, Willis, your thoughts on John's Nickelback? I think you were there were like some parts put the mic to your mouth I think there were some parts when you were kind of talking but then you also started singing to it too so I would say fix that a little bit but it wasn't bad John your thoughts on feedback I don't like Nickelback either how dare you I don't like Nickelback either Uh, my plan obviously backfired today uh Doug, your thoughts on John's rendition of uh, pop star, rock star, star, rock star. Yeah, it's it's about the choice of the song. He played to the three, tried to play to the three judges rather than the rest of us. But uh, I, I wish the production value was great, and I wish he would have had the energy that he had at the start of the chorus throughout the whole song. Ah, all right. So there it was ballsy. Doug ballsy weighing though. it, ballsy, no doubt about it. I mean, that's uh, singing a Nickelback song if you're not. One with Chad Kroger's voice is definitely ballsy. So that leaves me rounding out the four songs here this month. And I've gone with a country classic, at least to me, you did it. by a supergroup duo named Brooks and Dunn. The song, of course, is one of their top-rated songs, That Ain't No Way to Go. And you can listen to it right now. Lipstick let across the mirror this morning Said goodbye, baby You left without warning Like a thief in the night You ran away with my heart I can't believe my eyes Must be a bad dream You always said we had a good thing You never once let on we was falling apart That ain't no way to go Girl, it just ain't right Don't you think that I deserve To hear you say goodbye That ain't no way to go That's going to round out the evening. Thank you, everybody. 
Uh, Doug, your thoughts on my rendition of the Brooks and Dunn classic, That Ain't No Way to Go? Actually, I thought you sounded pretty good. I'm not sure that's one of their top 10 songs, but uh, yeah, I, I actually like the way you you sang that song. Oh, all right. I'll take the I've seen them in comments. concert like four times. All right. Yeah. Me too. I've seen them once. They sang it. I love it, of course. Uh, now we go in studio. Bobby, first up. Hold on. Bobby, you're first up. Go ahead. Hello? All yeah. right. Well, that was different. <laughs> that one part was like, I don't know what you did. Girl! Yeah. It sounds like Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> Dude, not, yeah, Pee Wee Herman. Like, <laughs> that, <laughs> that was kind of funny. Oh, damn. But, I mean, like, it wasn't bad. It was different. Have you heard the song before? I have. I think I hit. Uh, I think I hit. I think I hit that throaty growl pretty good. All right. Uh, like, you did good. Right. But that part caught me off guard. All right. Uh, Maddie, your thoughts? I thought it was good. Actually, I liked it. Aside from Pee Wee Herman part, <laughs> like I heard that and I just immediately went to it. I was like, Pee Wee Herman. But it was good. You hit the note a little bit, kind of faded at the end, but it was good. Marley, it was good. put that microphone right up to your face and talk. I think that it was also good, although I think there are better like song genres. I don't know what it's called. That fit your voice better. And... And I think some of the notes were a little bit, like, off. But otherwise, it was good. All right. Wow. Tough crowd here this evening. I say stick with country. Stick with country. All right. So there you go. We have... go anyway. The judges in studio. uh, To your left, Bobby Rempe there. And then in the middle is Marley Rempe. Maddie just next to Marley there. So uh, appreciate you uh, coming in this evening. Is there any uh, parting words for any of us here as we look to hopefully make it into the next round? Somebody sing Post Malone. Post Malone from the judge. Marley, any parting thoughts here? Get that microphone up. You guys did good. Good job. Okay. (laughs) uh, Maddie, any parting thoughts? Keep it up, guys. Good work. Go team! You guys are thoroughly and quickly dismissed here as we get ready to go. There we go. Wow. Round number two is in the books. Let's quickly go around for some general reaction. Jeff, your thoughts on round two of singing here. I'm very excited that the judges didn't crush me because I really was getting ready to just get my butt kicked by them. So thank you, girls. I really appreciate for a semi thumbs up. Yeah, all right. Yeah, semi thumbs up. That's right. Really good. No doubt. Uh, Doug, your overall thoughts of tonight's efforts? It was in interesting song choices. Uh, not as safe as I think it was last week. So it was it was interesting from that standpoint. So I liked it. John, your thoughts of everybody's efforts here this evening? I think the the three of you did an amazing job. Uh, your, all your productions were great, and uh, I think we've certainly come a long way from last year. So hopefully I will be with you in the next month. Rusty, your thoughts on everybody's efforts here this evening? I think everyone did great. Greg, you did. I, you actually can sing, man. I mean, it's not. It's, if I was at a karaoke bar, I'd look up and go, "Oh shit, that guy can sing." And then I continue my conversation. But it's really good. <laughs> um, Ricer, man, huge Jerry Reed fan. Crushed that dude. Crushed it. I, I wasn't a big fan of the rapping stuff, man. But you more than made up for that. Good on you. It was like perfect. Uh, John, man, I just, I, I, what, what is it, Doug? I love you. 
I love you, John. Uh, yeah, I love you. But, yeah, it'll be on the next Pitmaster podcast. <laughs> but it was Nickelback, and I just can't see past it. But you did a great job, man. You killing. You did it. I think you did awesome. But I just can't see past Nickelback. That's the worst band on the planet. Well, I think if you have an aversion to Nickelback, John's already uh, up against it here. I do not have an aversion to Nickelback. I like it. I think John took a huge risk here and uh, did a tremendous job executing the song. Uh, I've never heard Bananas and Blow before in my life. I only know one Ween song, and I love that Ween song to death, which is Baby Bitch, that we found out a little bit earlier. But Rusty has a very unique voice. I also think that Rusty could sing in a karaoke situation. Perhaps uh, Jeff and uh, Rusty and I could be battling it out for which one is drunk enough to sound still okay by the end of the evening. And uh, Jeff, I'm not familiar with the uh, Amos song, but... Uh, continuing to impress i've already seen the uh, instant chats coming in that uh, jeff is going to be top voter uh, top voter <laughs> top vote getter again next month so it could be everybody vying to stay alive otherwise hopefully i'm uh, easily forgettable like i was last month and coasted through into the third round here which will happen again next month so here's what you need to know if you're listening right now and you want to vote Please do this. Send an email, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com, and then rank us from one to four. Uh, Greg, Jeff, John, and Rusty, rank us from one to four, and then the top three vote-getters will move on to month number three, and we will then also next week have whoever gets booted out of this competition for instant feedback at the top of the second hour like we did with Doug last month. So, please get to voting early and often. Once again, it's greg at thebbqcentralshow.com and rank us all one through four who you like. Greg, Rusty, John, and Jeff. And we will have voting that opens immediately and it will go all the way until Monday till midnight before we reveal who is kicked off next Tuesday, top of the second hour. All right, let's go ahead and open it up to promotion before we get the hell out of here. Jeff, anything you want to promote or let us know before I let you go this evening? No, just check out my Dead Broke Barbecue uh, YouTube channel. And if you like barbecue, come and join our Facebook group, group uh, Dead Broke Barbecue Nation. All right, uh, Doug, anything you are promoting this evening? I have submitted my All Recipes article on pellet grill technology in barbecue, and they asked me to do a recipe as well, barbecue ribs. Look at you. Ooh, one of my favorites. One of my favorites. John Solberg, what are we promoting? We're promoting the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less this Friday. Find it wherever you get your favorite podcast. Simply search the BBQ Central Show. You can also get it over at the BBQCentralShow.com. It'll be right on the homepage for you on Friday morning. Rusty, last but not least, what are we promoting on the way out? The Pitmasters Podcast. You guys can listen to anywhere you download or listen to podcasts. We have John Bolton from SEA. He walks us through his entire steak process. So Ooh. if you guys are into SEA, that's where to listen to this Thursday. And also, everyone out there, send all the vibes because I have my second and hopefully final food truck inspection tomorrow. Right. And Utah, the city, great city of Utah, yes. will soon have some Salt City barbecue, hopefully. All right. So we wish you good luck on that. Let us know how that works out tomorrow as you get the inevitable passes from the great city of Utah. And we will see everybody again here next month. Gents, as always, appreciate the time. 
and the efforts. I mean, that's tough. You just can't think that these guys are you know, tossing songs around easily. I mean, we're all spending incredible amounts of time and production to sound as good as we do. So I think I speak for all of them when I say to the listening audience, you're welcome for a little outside-of-the-box entertainment. All right, let me get caught up on a few pieces of business, and then we will call it an evening. I'll talk to you quickly about Big Papa Smokers. And he knows music, too, does Sterling Ball. He also knows winning. He's notched two in a row for competitions. We congratulate Sterling Ball of Big Papa Smokers, curating a selection of only the best outdoor cooking and grilling supplies, getting you on the path to better barbecue results in no time. Everything at the website has been approved by Sterling Big Papa Ball himself. They have all the rubs and seasonings that you like. 13, in fact. They also own Granny's Barbecue Sauce. So if you're looking for a new go-to sauce or you're bored with what's existing and you haven't tried it yet, give it a try. Great all by itself. Great as a base sauce that you can doctor from there. Now, aside from the premium selection of rubs and sauces, they have the very best pellet charcoal and wood cookers available today. If you're looking for a versatile smoker that's easy to use, check out that Mac 2-Star General Pellet Cooker. Big Papa Smokers, the exclusive Mac dealer, even offering special packages. Not a fan of pellet smokers? All right, take a look at the Old Hickory Ace BP, the only charcoal smoker that Big Papa trusts on his competition trailer. If you're not sure of what grill you need, call and ask questions, why don't you? 877-828-0727. That's 877-828-0727. Or shop the website at BigPapaSmokers.com. That's B I G. P-O-P-P-A smokers.com We are back to wrap it. Stick around. We'll be right back. Whole packers, full racks, legs and thighs, injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you found the best triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today. Craig Wimpy. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by the Vortic Watch Company, a small batch custom watch manufacturing and vintage restoration company located in northern Colorado. They take antique American pocket watches and turn them into wrist watches, just like this. Their mission, preserve the legacy of manufacturing excellence in America. In order to do that, they combine traditional and cutting-edge technology to create unique, quality, functional timepieces with exceptional value. Here's the coolest part. Each watch that Vortic makes is unique and one of a kind. Vortic founded on the motto that America wasn't assembled, it was built. Check them out at VorticWatches.com. All right, let's go ahead and race on out of here. All the way back in the first hour, we talked with Dr. Robert F. Moss, RobertFMoss.com. Chain Barbecue, barbecue books available currently. And we hit a little bit on the Barbecue Hall of Fame. It'll be happening tomorrow. I'll get into that here in just a second. Then we followed up with Derek Riches from DerekRiches.com talking about the most popular, not best, most popular barbecue and grilling websites. And he shared with us who he would be putting into the Barbecue Hall of Fame, which was Rodney Scott, Leanne Whippen, and Ollie Gates. Second hour in the first segment, the Embedded Correspondents and I talked all about who we would put into the Barbecue Hall of Fame tomorrow. And we ended up with Meathead John Marcus and Bill Arnold being our majority vote-getters. So we'll see how that shakes out. 
And then we ended it, of course, with round two of Barbecue Central Show's American Idol, where Rusty and Jeff and John and myself sang our very lives, sang for our very lives. We'll see who gets voted off next week. Be sure to vote early and often. Greg at thebbqcentralshow.com and rank us in order. One through four, top three, make it through to the third month. Don't forget, programming note, at 3 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday the 26th, we will be doing an additional live version of the show where Emily Park will be joining me as we induct the three members of the 2021 Barbecue Hall of Fame and two legacy members as well. So stay tuned for that. Be on the lookout for promo and social media in case something changes. And then we'll be doing a 4 o'clock clubhouse after that to talk about who made it and who did it. Big show planned for you next Tuesday, September 11th, 2001. I will never forget until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. This is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now. This is Doug Scheiding of Rogue Cookers, Texas Embedded Correspondent. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show.